Alright, let's get this underway. What, what am I talking about? If I can just trust one more person, Empty Stats Podcast. He's top five all time, Walt. If you're looking for a review of the game, you're not going to get it here. Righto, I'll just go fuck myself then. That tampers his legacy. He carried an absolute bunch of scrubs. Oh, he's tall. Let's draft him. Just an uh, absolutely horrible first take. The emptiest of stats possible. The Empty Stats boys are back with another installment of the podcast. We've been together in person. We've met up in the big smoke. We've had a few beers, some more than others, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> I am your co-host, Michael Walter, here with a couple of Djokovic's, Andrew Kidd and Vincent Heil. How are we, gentlemen? We've uh, we've celebrated. We've uh, we've been together in the city, had a couple of frothy ones. It was good to see you. How are we today? Yeah, happy that you brought that up, Walt. It was glorious to see you two in the flesh. Um, but yeah, I, I think Melbourne gave me the Djokovic treatment and deported my ass back to Brisbane. <laughs> because uh, I was in a state. And um, yeah, let's just leave it at that. Lucky it wasn't in a coffin, Vincent, because <laughs> you got bloody pole-drived by the Undertaker on Saturday night. So... <laughs> Yeah, anyway, enough about that. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I, I mean, I've just come good myself, but, you know, it is what it is. Hump day at the time of uh, recording. So another couple of days and then it's another weekend. And, you know, what is it? January, sun's out, gun's out. <laughs> I do. You seem like you wanted to just uh, jot over the topic very quickly there, Kitty. You don't want to dive into your your events of that night at all? Or we just want to go, go past it? <laughs> Only those that around me get to witness the spectacle. That is, <laughs> that is Andrew on the beers. Uh, Let's just put it that way. And no no, uh, no famous writer or even, a, you know, J-A-R... What, oh, what am I trying to say? J-R-R <laughs> Tolkien could not write my story that happened Saturday night and, ex- <laughs> and explain it in a, a decent way. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. An epic uh, tale. The boys were in fine form. There's no doubt about it. And we have a couple of loyal listeners uh, that were with us on the night, and I'm sure they can uh, they can agree to that, that some of the lads are in full flight. But back back to business, as we always are, just a couple of professional lads here. Uh, we, uh, we're getting back. Back to what we know. We've done we've done some cricket stuff. We've done a bit of you know overall twenty twenty one stuff. But at the end of the day, the heart is with the basketball, with the NBA, and we want to come back, give the folks what they want to hear a little bit of a I guess a I guess an NBA roundup, if you will, and uh, just just talk a little bit about how the how the season's going, um, and your our I guess our thoughts on how it's going, how it's tracking, where we think it's going, and, uh, yeah, just, just really explain why it's, why it's been shit. So I'll, um, I guess I'll pass it over why to you boys. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I have league pass. You know, I'm a, I'm a member of the uh, NBA community. I like to give some money back. And, but I didn't oh. pay for G League. I did not pay for G League. <laughs> uh, but appara- apparently that's what, that's what I've been given. COVID protocols have, have ruined the joy. Uh, LeBron's just chasing stats again. Everyone's like, "Oh, 37." I'm like, "Mate, he's playing against chasing stats. He's he's just he's playing against the twos. I don't I don't care. Man. I just team, don't did care." Did you not see his team's combined field goal percentage outside of him the other day? He can't chase stats when his team's shooting three from fourteen. I'm like, what? What? Like, I don't know what what more you want him to do. That was uh, that was photoshopped, Kitty. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> I screenshotted that box score of of my own accord. Uh, I don't. I'm not here for LeBron slander. And you're talking about G League. 
Philadelphia has was G League for ten years. You still fucking stood by. I mean, Vince <laughs> got a Philadelphia jersey on right now. Uh, no, well, that's <laughs> Uh, no comment on that. <laughs> That's a fair call. <laughs> it's a fair call. No, it's just I don't know. Like I just love when the big dogs are all playing, and when there's, when there's you know like Kevin Durant's playing with four rookies, and everyone's like, oh, that's good. I'm like, it's not good. It's fucking shit. It is shit. I don't want to see these guys who are just running around who are athletic but don't actually know how to play basketball. A lot of people are missing games. Blokes are in COVID protocols for one week, then they come back, and then they're back in the week after. Like, it's ruining fantasy. It's ruining the actual NBA, more importantly. I'm sick of it. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that, that's my start to the pod. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you're not overly excited by what's going on there, Walt? Oh, yeah. Not at all. I'm just uh, the. It just doesn't impress me, you know. Like I, I nah. guess that's that's why I wanted to chuck the LeBron slander out there. Yes, it's harsh, but like, do I think in a fully fledged league when he's got Davis and everyone, the full team playing and whatnot, would he be averaging, you know, twenty eight or nearly twenty nine points a game? Like, no, you just you're running out the stats. Most of you are, and I'm watching you. I'm fucking watching you. Well, I am not watching you because uh, <laughs> it, it's been absolute trash. I don't even want to see it. Probably saw more of the Ashes cricket, the combined nine days of, of a five-test five match series. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I've got League Pass as well, but um, I have not even switched it on pretty much because it's just been, uh, you know, I'm not that interested. I just want to see exactly what Walt's saying. Big dogs back at it, full, full teams. It's almost like when Popovich was coaching the Spurs during – their heyday and then he'd like arrest all these guys during the big games that's basically what we're getting like <laughs> yeah. match after match at the moment because we don't have everyone on the field so every game's got a bit of a an unknown about it um that being said though i mean there's a few teams that just i mean what are they doing like portland um boston atlanta oh. We knew Paula were going to be shit. I called no, at the start didn't. of the season that Atlanta was going to be one that dropped off. I still think the cream's rising to the top, and Philadelphia is staying well and truly in the middle, wherever that, whatever, whatever you know. Portion of, <laughs> You're whatever, doing quite well, thank you. I, I, I whatever the portion of the milk that is, uh, you know, you got your Phoenix, you got Golden State, who are now you know humming along quite nicely. Milwaukee, Chicago, Utah—they're all going well. M- Memphis is one that surprised me. Um, you know, even without Ja Morant there, when he was injured, they were playing well. And they've continued to play well with him. So that's a bit of a surprise. Maybe they're one that's benefiting a little bit from, um, you know, the lack of superstars out there. But they are in the West as well. But, you know, it, it's good to see other teams get a chance. And, I, you know, what can you do? It is what it is. And what are the COVID protocols right now? Do they, do they have to test? If it's, Is it only if they test positive or is it if, they, if they're in, like, oh, Close contact with people. I don't really know what they're what they're. No, it's, it's right, close man. contact as well. So you got blokes yeah. out there getting COVID. They're out for a couple of weeks. You got close contacts out for a week, and the, you're gonna have teams like Memphis then making a run because they're playing against the Turkish Div Two teams out there. And I'm just, I'm <laughs> just telling you, I'm just, it's just not impressing me. Uh, the Atlanta thing. I mean, love to see it. They're yeah. not, they're <laughs> not doing that well. You know, that's that's one thing I will say. That is one thing I have enjoyed. Boston. You know. What yeah, are they, 10th at the moment? Maybe. Uh, uh, love it. Trash. Love Couldn't that happen. shit. <laughs> Couldn't happen to a better team. <laughs> exactly. But then, you know, Washington, they started off very strong. They're starting to slip back now. But we are seeing a couple of 
newer teams uh, come up in the fold uh, while we're playing against the Greek threes. Uh, so we've got Cleveland and, uh, yeah, Memphis, as we said, that, that are looking up yeah. there. Other teams really starting to surge. I think Chicago uh, was a bit of a unknown at the start of the season as well, and they, they are looking the real deal. Although, on a four-game losing streak at time of record. Mm. And Philly have dusted them up a couple of times, so we know oh, when it comes, comes down to it. Oh, we've been dusting. We've been dusting. I don't, I don't know who the informed team... We'll get those power rankings up, Kitty. Where are we at? Oh, mate, don't yeah. worry. i got the standings up right here. Last 10, Philly's 8-2. and two. Mm. Hey, hey, uh, hey you, you tell me who's better. Memphis. Well, Dallas is the only team with a better, with a, with a better last 10 games, 9-1, and one. so... Yeah, I, I mean, you. I've got to give it to you on that one. Before that, you probably weren't even in playoff picture. Um, so, to yeah, a, <laughs> lucky I have gone on that. Philly, uh, Philly had the COVID protocols before it was cool. Um, <laughs> we, uh, we, we struggled at the start of the season with no, uh, no Thibault, no M, no, no, uh, no Harris, no Embiid before it really wreaked havoc on on the league. Now we got we got the boys back. No Danny Green yet, mate. Wait till we get Danny Green. If we had Danny Green against Atlanta last year, chip. Danny Green, is he, the, is he the, the one that pushes the needle? Anyway, he pushes the needle. He went out and we started losing. That's yeah, all I'm okay. saying. Fair enough. Um, but, uh, yes, we miss you, Ben. Come back. Mm. Uh, any, uh, uh, you give up on that one. He, he, he's done. Any uh, any other surprises? Uh, I mean, they're the uh, the team surprises. Uh, one thing I've, I've noted, well, a couple of things. First one, Rudy Gobert's impact. I, uh, I'm a known... Gobert hater. Mainly, it's mainly because anyone who wins awards that I believe should go to Philadelphia players, which ends up being nearly everyone because the league hates Philly. But you know that's a deeper, darker conversation. But Gobert has obviously robbed Ben Simmons of Defensive Player of the Year for the last six years. So yeah. I don't really like Rudy Gobert that much. But when he left, he's left the team uh, the last couple of weeks. They just they don't even look like that good of a team, Utah. Um, I'm sure their last 10 record may not be that bad, but that's probably just because they played some played some shit blokes, uh, which is every team. Uh, but, yeah, he just uh, – he really does affect the game in many positive ways, and I've just – I guess this is my uh, sound off to give him a little bit of props. Their trash defensively without him is a problem on the wings. So their wings are just like, oh, it's okay if I get burned. I, you know, my name's Donovan Mitchell. I'll, I'll just play Scarecrow on the fucking three-point line and, <laughs> you know, and, and hang out so I can get the outlet pass. Good Him game. and like Bojan Bogdanovic. Well, I've seen better guys yeah. running around in the fucking Thursday night D grade. He, he's he looks <laughs> like a frigging dad bod, thirty five year old. Uh, I mean, <laughs> and Conley, what's he? Forty two. So they don't have the best. They don't have you know the best wing defenders or even guard defenders. So to have him backing you up and you know, uh, as much as people love to hate on Rudy and say, oh, I'm not scared of him, whatever. I think it was what oh, what's that guy's name? The frigging cocky rookie um anthony edwards yeah. um say that he's 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 not scared of him blah 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 well yeah you're not scared to attempt to dunk because you might get on bloody house of highlights or something but are you really <laughs> making that are you really making that much of an impact outside of that well that he's playing pretty well credit to him as well but at the same time he, he, he does affect the game yeah I, I think i noticed his impact during the olympics i was same with you while always had to go bare for the exact same reasons um, but yeah, he actually can have a big Im- impact and I think you've nailed it there, Kitty. Like he's good on the help defense. Um, he's, he's not going to take Embiid, uh, when it's one-on-one, he'll get burnt there. Sometimes he even takes the shitter tall man 
so that he can help on defense rather than man up on on the best big man. Um, but yeah, he is fucking good at that help side defense. But in saying that, he did get absolutely crucified. I was going to mention that. Jesus Christ, Westbrook's just Woo! got himself. Westbrook's just got himself another two years of the haters off his back. Thanks for that dunk. <laughs> that <was laughs> because everyone's been hating on him. Man. But if he's got to pull out bloody one-step free throw line, frigging posterizations like that, I mean, that was just that was just ferocious. Oh man, that was massive. Probably yeah, the biggest dunk of the season thus far. That was. That was shocking, but couldn't once again couldn't have happened to a better bloke. Um, the I guess the uh, the MVP race always a uh, a hot topic, something that by this time of the season it's really starting to formulate. Uh, how do we uh, how do we see the uh, the positions falling at the moment, and why is it Embiid? Well, should we get the Embiid <laughs> fucking the Embiid dick riding out of the way? Apologies for oh, the French. We, we, we can do it early. Yeah, he's, <laughs> my, he's my number one. And if he's not no, your number one, you just, you're Adam Silver. You're a hater. Yeah, he's my number one too. So that's a unanimous decision there. And uh, let's just pack that conversation well, what up. What about yeah. that stupid little thing that was posted today to Basketball Forever? They've got a whole compilation of Jordan and Kobe fadeaways and moves from the perimeter. But also, let's splice in Joel Embiid's highlights. I, can't, I, I, can't... I, I, saw, I saw no lies. Come on now. Jesus, you play enough basketball, you can find everyone that does those moves. But anyway, I mean, Embiid's up there. Don't get me wrong. He's playing well. But it has to be um, Giannis at this stage for me. Um, Probably just been most consistent over the course of the season. And his team hasn't really dropped a beat at this stage. I mean, Curry was up there. He, he, you know, Golden State and himself have kind of fallen off a bit. Um I mean, Durant's injured now, so he's probably kind of going to be out of the race. Really? Ha- what happened, what yeah. happened to Durant? Forget what it is, but isn't he out Durant, for like Durant three weeks? Is, uh, yeah, MCL out for four weeks. Yeah. Uh, so, so Milwaukee, with their record, and Giannis are still up there and doing well. But Philadelphia, half a game behind, are middlers and in the middle of the pack. Where they <laughs> uh, just, just good to see the narratives being written here by, by young Andrew. <laughs> it, it's what something like that. Well, in that case, Chris Paul should be MVP because Jesus Christ. I mean, he. I think he. I think he. I read um, the other day. He's on track for his fifth season of averaging ten and um, ten assist, over ten assists and over two steals or something. And only mm. two people have done that for two teams, and he's one of them. And then none of no one's done it for three different teams. So mm. that's a pretty good record. I mean, I, th- I I wrote him off three years ago, and he's. He's proved me wrong. Definitely one of the best point guards we'll, we'll ever see, I think. Just runs the tempo of the game. Just it looks like he's playing at his own pace. But anyway, back to the MVP uh, conversation. I don't really understand why all the journalists are so, like, locked into the recent, like, couple of weeks. Like, Curry, Curry was destroying at the start of the season, like, Every game I was seeing, just blowing teams out of the water. Even though he's he's not shooting his highest percentage ever, he's shooting just almost all threes and just lighting teams up. And and obviously Golden State have been a huge surprise to how good they've been. And uh, the last couple of weeks he's fallen off a little bit. But I mean, two two weeks over the course of the year, I'm I'm not really holding that against him. And they're still sitting second in the West. So for me. I still think he's the MVP, although I've been seeing him drop 
radically from all the the lists. Um, but yeah, Giannis and the Bucks started slow, uh, and people have just completely forgotten that, um, and that's why everyone's got him at number one. So um, yeah, that's that's my take on it. Bit of a uh, bit of recency bias, you reckon? It's not well, it's not a bad take, but what the bad take is is having Steph Curry's MVP. He's uh, he's shooting like forty one percent. He's uh, he's not in the top five. He's not in the top seven. He's not number one on his team, and I'll tell you why. Hey, Draymond Green. Draymond Green should be in the top five at the moment of the NBA MVP race. I watched watched them play. He essentially makes Curry tick. He helps everyone on defense because Curry plays one side of the ball. He's just a smaller Jokic. Uh, and he helps on ah, fucking what? Jordan Poole. Wiggins can play a little bit. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like, I'll give Wiggins that. He's having a pretty good season. But when I watch him, because I, I like to watch Curry, you know, he's one of my favorite players. But he just, he makes them tick. But I'm not sure he makes them tick as much as Draymond Green, as much as from the games I've been watching this year. He's been incredible. So I don't know. I don't know. I think he might be number two just on the Golden State. Fuck, maybe Poole's better than him. <laughs> oh, I tell you, Paul's taking a hit in my fantasy league right now. Wow, ever since Clay Thompson's come back, didn't see that coming. I, I, I hope no one's listening because uh, I'm going to try trade him off for a bloody bag of chips. But um, we'll hold see on, how... <laughs> let's not tiptoe over this. Walter said Draymond Green is top five in the MVP race. Come Look, on! <laughs> no, <he's... laughs> Sometimes I just close my ear holes when Walter speaks. Those horrendous <laughs> takes. But look, <laughs> I'm not going to argue that. Draymond potentially is more impactful, not impact. He's not. Let's just put it valuable. Nah, I'm going back on my own words as they're coming out of my mouth. He's not more impactful <laughs> on Golden State than Steph Curry, but he is very good. I'll give him that much, and he's uh, he is underrated. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think we're forgetting the big the big sorcerer as well that you just mentioned, Nikola Jokic. I mean, the only reason he's probably not up there is because Denver you know, made the worst decision of their lives and drafted Michael Porter Jr. and then gave him a five-year, $200 million contract. And now they're 22 and 10, 22 and 20, and they're not going that well. But, I mean, his stats he's putting up, 25, I think, um, second in the league in boards, seven assists, huge numbers. Not all about numbers, not all about numbers, but he's um, solid. Yeah, Denver have actually been holding their own given uh, Jamal Murray's been out. But for me, it's all Facundo Campazzo is doing all the heavy lifting. And uh, Jokic is just dragging his fat ass around. So. <laughs> yeah, he's just sitting screens with his fat ass for Campazzo, is he? <laughs> Um, he, he does one good fucking bounce pass a game and everyone reckons he's the best fucking passing big man ever. Like, just piss off your fat bastard. Um, <laughs> I'll tell, I tell you what, because sorry to interrupt again, but while we're on the old fat um, Europeans, no, no disrespect to anyone out there. But, um, <laughs> Here we go. Doncic, I reckon he's taking a bit of a fall from, like, kind of grace or fall from poster boy-esque. Um, it's just come to me right then, like, the other day when he was abusing Mo Wag- Wagner, I think, I'm not sure if that was in jest, but if, you know, when he was saying, who the fuck are you? Like, he's been arguing with refs. He spits the dummies. I mean, we're just saying this all is, you know, um, Dallas is on a nine and one run. You know, he's probably had a big part of it, but still, he's not really the poster boy that he once was, I don't, I don't reckon, for the NBA. It's because all of the analysts, in when someone in their second or third year has a huge year and, you know, he was averaging. 28, 
nine and nine or something like that, everyone just jumps on it. It's like, this guy is going to be the greatest we've ever seen or, you know, close to. But it's like after a few years in the league, the, the defenses sort of figure you out. You have to play more to a system to try and help your team rather than just stat padding. And I think also, like, you get judged on how your team performs rather than just, you know, stats, which um, really separates the big boys from from the little children. And that's what Walt and I are saying. There's many absolute scrubs out there in the league who can get points up, but, I mean, they're actually good at basketball. you got to get wins on the board to, to be a good player. Yeah, and I think, like you said, with that second or third year, you get the, the stats up, you go big. You know, hit a game winner in the playoffs. Everyone's expecting, like, okay, this is Doncic's league. And then he had last year, and he he didn't convert it into his league per se. And then people just get bored of you. Like, mm. yeah, okay, you give me the twenty six, nine and eight, good on you. But what 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 have you done for me lately? Type attitude. And Doncic just hasn't been giving that. Uh, Giannis, on the other hand, gets the uh, you know everything we talked about in uh, the last pod. Go check it out. Uh, gets the uh, gets the championship, and you know he's really the uh, the international flavor of the month. And uh, I don't know, Jokic just looks like everyone's dad, so we'll get sick of him pretty quick. <laughs> everyone's dad. <laughs> it looks like everyone's younger brother, just supersized. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, I did I did want to get off the Draymond point at one one stage of this pod, so I'm glad I got that rant out of the way. Uh, I yeah. do have a bit of a uh, bit of a question to pose to you boys, though. Uh, there are there are some heavy hitters in this league still playing, um, thankfully. Not many, but thankfully there are a few. A bit of a, uh, a bit of a start bench cut uh, for your uh, for your analysis. The, probably the big three that I see are Giannis, Durant, and Curry of the league at the moment. Just uh, you start. You're starting the team out. Who are we? Uh, who are we starting? Benching, cutting out of that lot. Jesus, that is a tough call. Well, right now, in terms of, or just what in peak, or like if you had to pick your team tomorrow, who would you pick? Well, I reckon go tomorrow, right now, because they're all having big years this year. That you know, we don't need to talk about. Well, tomorrow I'm going starting, all in their prime. starting Giannis, uh, bench, probably Curry. Oh man, that's some hater shit. Oh, that's some hater shit. Sorry, KD. I love KD, but that, that is hater shit. He's injured. He's old. It, it's a toss-up between Curry. It's definitely starting Giannis for me because he's the youngest. Um, if I'm building, if I'm building my team around who, who, around one of those three, mm. then oh man, it's a toss-up between Curry and KD. They're just as old as each other. But um, oh, actually, now looking at it again. I'm going. I'm going to swap it over. Kevin Durant on the bench. Curry's cutting. Sorry, Curry. I can get you three point shooting elsewhere from like fucking Doug McDermott or some shit. Is he still going around? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! So the greatest three point shooter of all time. You're cutting got, for just any old player. Just got McDermotted. Yeah. Christ. No. Well, so he's he's on your he's on your team, Chen. Yeah, I think. Um, we already have a proven track record of Curry Durant being unstoppable. Uh, for me, you got to start Curry. You got to start Curry. Oh. He, he he can <laughs> just he can just break a game open in like the first quarter, and it can be over. All and right, um, right. okay, and right. then Durant bench, but I mean. One minute into the game, you're bringing him on. I don't. And, <laughs> the old, um, the old, the old uh, what's his name, Crawford, six man of the year, start of the yeah. bench, put him on. The bench, two 
and year over year. Yeah, and then, I mean, the shooting between Curry and Durant, I mean, it's over. Like, you can't you can't really defend between that. Right. Well, Giannis, let's just put it this way. Giannis won a championship without Curry and without, middle, and without Durant. You've got Durant off the bench. He's basically a super saiyan Chris Middleton. Uh, they're winning probably five chips straight, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Giannis had Drew Holiday, though, so... Yeah. Well, they still got Drew Holiday. <laughs> Who says he doesn't have Drew yeah, Holiday? I guess if, you, if you're just swapping Durant for Middleton, that's a fairly decent side. Um, I'd, I'm probably starting Durant, benching Curry, and uh, Giannis also sent into the abyss. Uh, Giannis is a weird one. Like, Obviously, he probably should be starting at the moment, um, and I'm just giving Durant Curry legacy picks. But he just, when you watch him, he just, I think it's because he's not giving you like the normal type of buckets that you're used yeah. to from a superstar. You just, for some reason, you don't feel as good about it. But uh, then you look at the stats, that, stats at the end of it, and it's like, oh God. I mean, that he literally that you literally cannot fathom. Like it's like watching like it's like if we went into outer space and aliens came down, and you know, he two stepped from the three point line and he reaches from the from with outside the key and puts his arm in, but it just looks so natural. You know, you know what I mean. It is a bit rough that he's getting cut, but we are talking about Curry and Durant. They're like the two of the, you know, two of the best three we've probably seen in our in our lifetimes, really. Hmm. So, all three yeah. of them will probably be top fifteen all time by the time it's said and done. I would, I think Giannis is on that sort of trajectory. Yeah. Uh, so a couple of big boys. I, I've got another one, just quickly uh, before we uh, before we wrap up. Uh, Kendall Jenner, Brittany Renner, and Aisha Curry. Oh, uh, just a couple of the wags. Uh, Do we know uh, how we, uh, who we? First? Kendall Jenner, Brittany Renner, and Aisha Curry. Yeah, but what are they? What are they like on court? Well, we'd start bench cut. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, you, have, you haven't you haven't seen their game? No, uh, no, I haven't. Oh, I mean, Brittany Renner's at every uh, high school game there is, so oh, she, yeah. must be, <laughs> she must be good. All right, well, Renner certainly getting cut because I don't want to get involved with her. I don't want no lawsuits. I don't want no uh, alimony knocking on my door. All right, so she's just straight up cut. And then, I mean, Kendall has got a lot of inside knowledge because she's had like 16 different (laughs) like starting boyfriends. So I'll probably go, I'll start her, and then Aisha's, I'm assuming, got a pretty filthy jump shot. So... Uh, that's for me. Is it Kendall that we're talking about? Yeah, who did I say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, could have well, gone. Yeah, with could have gone Chloe, Chloe Kardashian, and you know, just get her insight from Lamar Odom. Well, true, but um, <laughs> I mean, without trying to get too, too like you know, you know what I'm like. I don't want to say He's anything the, too the controversial. Are coming you know, I, I don't want to say anything too controversial. <laughs> 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 you really can't can't throw these things. He's a kitty. He's got a lot of people listening. Especially when I'm not prepared, mate. I, I'm gonna get my speechwriters onto this before. Before <laughs> I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get my people checking this shit off. You know. Oh god. Um, I'd probably go cutting Renner. I'm, I'm off. Not, not about it. I reckon Kendall has side chick vibes, so she can come off the bench, and then we're starting Aisha Curry. She's a wife. 
<laughs> yeah, I think Aisha gets a starting gig for me too. She's uh she's almost a celebrity chef at this point, and uh, I do like to to eat good food. Brittany Renner coming off the bench for me. She's starting Ooh. to uh starting to rebrand and give out life advice. I've seen. Uh, go go check out our motivational videos. Um, it can you know in case I'm ever about to get myself involved with you know some sort of thought. Uh, that's just trying to take me for all my money. Um, she can really tell you how to stay away from those social media gremlins. And uh, Kendall, Kendall, you're with Devin Booker, and I don't know, I just, he just doesn't doesn't float my boat. So yeah, Kendall gets dropped. Yeah, just better not tell the missus about this, that boys. Uh, I'm the single <laughs> one around here. Aren't you boys both married? <laughs> no, mate, we're Kitty, not. Kitty always oh, worried oh, about, we're talking about, about bas- We're talking about basketball skills, though, ladies. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. I'm just talking about particularly on the basketball yeah. field. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, well, yeah, that's uh, that's really all from me in terms of the uh, the NBA roundup. Uh, nothing nothing too much I want to cover off. Uh, anything else you boys want to throw at me? Uh, yeah, I just want to give a shout-out to my main man, uh, Josh Giddy. I texted him the other day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> congratulated him on the uh, youngest man to hit the triple-double. Um Good to see he hasn't really cooled off. And if anything, he's got even better over the last couple of weeks and right up there with a mix in Rookie of the Year. And and I guess shout out to my main man, Lamello as well. You know, I've met Lamello as well, name dropping. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 with, he's off the record at the moment. Just with his, um, you know, the highlights that Mallow puts out there. I'm a massive fan right now. That Just that through the legs pass to Bridges, Showtime baby in Charlotte. And uh, I'm loving it. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a decent part. I mean, yeah, there was absolutely no one around him. And that but it was, was a step back. But it, but it was a step back three before that too. The Breaking the, the ankle, step back three, gets the steal into into just you know the NBA Street Volume Two game breaker style. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit with all the uh, bloody ten day contracts getting around. I'm I'm surprised that you know skipped to my Lou or someone from uh, Street Volume Two hasn't got a gig. Hold on, yet. hold on. You know who skipped to my Lou was? It was Ray Ray for all. Ralph Ralph Alsa, bloody oh, he, he actually. Carved out a decent career. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't mind seeing, you know, some of the Coach Carter boys, you know, if we had uh, Timo Cruz. Surely oh. he gets a gig. Team, Timo. He, he, someone has to get him on the court just for, you know, you get you get seats on, bums on seats. Timo um, reminds me of like, just like a Danny Green that just spots up in the corner and just absolutely what? just, yeah. Timo That's Cruz all, is all about himself. He's not playing for the team. What? Oh, but Timo was just a spot-up shooter, and in the end, he was playing for the team after Coach Carter put, turned him right. True. <laughs> <laughs> and if we had Danny Green, we would have been Atlanta last year, so maybe we should have just had Timo. <laughs> Is Ty Crane still playing? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> he was a beast. He was Zion-esque in high school. <laughs> he was good. He's going to be the next LeBron. Surely, um, like, what's what's Dante Axum doing at the moment? Surely he'd be knocking on the door for a 10 day. I think he's out in Barcelona, mate. I think he's um, he's kind of off the NBA radar. I wouldn't be surprised if we see him down in... Um... So what? Lance Stevenson was on the NBA radar. <laughs> Fucking uh, Joe Johnson got a gig. He's well, like clearly, Lance, clearly Lance Stevenson was. And I feel like maybe Dante is just not there, not what they need. They need they need a bit more body. They need a bit more you know, experience and... Unfortunately, Dante's probably played fewer than 100 games now, has he? I don't even know how many he's played in, in NBA, really. But all, unfortunately, I know, all I know is if Iverson was given a 10-day contract, we're seeing some, like, 30 points a game in this cupcake league. Oh, well, how mate, old he's, he's 40 right now. How old is Iverson? 
Doesn't matter. 40s? 40 years old, 40 points a game. Like, easy. Well, while Jordan dropped 30, 40 or 39. So, I mean, if AI rated himself at all, he could he could still do something. It would, be, it would be good if they just gave our more 10-day contracts to the, the past legends of the game at the moment. Because everyone yeah, else is getting one. Joe Johnson got one. Just They should have got Jamal Crawford. He looks like he's still balling. Ray Allen looks in good shape. Get Reggie Miller down there. He's already Mate, at the court. Ray, Ray Allen was still... No, Joe, um, Crawford, Jamal Crawford will still be dropping 50 in the Drew League, no doubt. Um, and For sure. I'd love to see, like, um, you know, All-Star Weekend's getting a bit stale these days. I'd love to see, like, a Legends game um, instead of, like, Celebrity Games. Sometimes you have the Legends thrown in the mix and i know that the big three league kind of has a bit of a legends-esque mm. league to it these days mm. but it's like those legends that just still need a paycheck it's it's not those um, <laughs> legends. That, 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 that. <laughs> yeah you know what it's like steven yeah. jackson's and you're like greg odin's and shit still go around the big three Amari Stoudemire, yeah, yeah drew yeah. gooden yeah so you're thinking like a tj witten type yeah, uh, legends yeah I'm thinking like a Hutchie, uh, you know, Hutchie-esque um, ball fake into um, Boonana with, uh, <laughs> <laughs> with with Gary Lyon and and uh, James Brasher on the commentary. I'm I'm thinking a bit of a yeah, and no. for the commentary, put on like Chuck and Shaq and the boys. Yeah, because a few all... of them would still be able to bowl. Like oh. it would be good to see Vince Carter just dunk all over Doris Burke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The only problem is all the competitive sides would come out and they'd end up being like elbows and shit thrown around and and it'll, and it'll probably all like Isaiah Thomas will come out and, you know, want to fight Michael Jordan or some shit like that. But, you know, <laughs> all those... Scotty Pippen would play and then you'd have to write another book about being bullied. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get all the whole rivalries coming out. But I think it'd be good. And when is All-Star Weekend? It must be pretty soon. I mean... Yeah, I think it's usually mid, mid-Feb. mid So um, probably coming up uh, for another another podcast. Yeah, um, yeah. And I'm surprised we haven't got a tennis mention from you. Walt. Are we scheduling in one for the Oak? I better start actually watching some games. I've saw <laughs> no, King, Curio, uh, King Curios with about four tweeners uh, last night. Wasn't it? <laughs> four, it was it was nearly fourteen, I reckon. He was taking the piss. Uh, mm. But no, I don't know. I was thinking we could do a tennis one, but um, I've already rambled on a fair bit tonight, and no one's going to want to hear what I'm like with the uh, with the tennis pod. So uh, <laughs> we might might save the uh, the listenership for that one. Walt's going to get real niche on these tennis players, and uh, we're going to have no idea. <laughs> no, well, it's really, it's just it's just Barty. It's it's just Barty party at the moment. That's well, that's all. It's all I'm after. She's off to a great start, and uh, hopefully she's uh, she's still going strong at time of release. So she's won her first game, and have we first seen two. her? Have it's we seen two. her? Uh, do we know what she ate for breakfast this morning as well? Because um, I think we know <laughs> just about everything else about her right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 media's all around, all over it. Her main sponsor is Vegemite, so I'm sure she'll be saying that she had Vegemite. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's wrap it up there, boys. That's a that's a good roundup of where the uh, the NBL is at the moment. Hey, don't insult uh, the NBL that's, that's, like that, please. That, that's what it that's that's what it reminds me of. So, uh, it was good to see you guys in the flesh. Still good to see you over Zoom, boys. And uh, thank you again for a uh, another another podcast from the Empty Stats lads. Thanks, boys.